First up is Hunter McElray on a beautiful Friday afternoon. How you feeling heading into Barber after uh, you know a little time off? Yeah, good. Um, I love this place. It's one of the funnest places to drive race cars. So uh, I always love coming here just to drive. You know, like in terms yeah. of this enjoyment of driving, super fun. So uh, I think it should be a good weekend. I'm looking forward to getting my championship really started here. Um, and yeah, just just get the ball rolling uh, in the direction uh, you know that it needs to be. So I think we get some good momentum rolling here. Um, testing was good. Feeling good with the car, just yeah, just continue the form really that I've, that I've had in terms of pace, and then just seal the deal on the on the Sunday. So uh, feeling good and just kind of antsy really, just kind of want to go now because it's like so long. Yeah. Um, kind of just want to go. So looking forward to actually driving. Has it been difficult? You know, you, you raced the end of February. Obviously, the race didn't end like you wanted it to. Does that make the you know, six-ish week wait even more difficult? Yeah, I mean, it was tough, but I kind of just been like trying to learn from it the best I could. Obviously, I'm one of the main reasons I'm looking forward to this weekend is to like give everyone something new to talk about. For yeah. me, you know, yeah. like, everyone. So I don't ask the same question. Yeah, no, no, it's not, not, not <laughs> you. It's like everyone, like even my family and friends. Yeah. Like, obviously, everyone saw how fast I was. It was just I like, didn't seal the deal. So yeah. hopefully, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to you know, if it brings a win, that'd be awesome. But if it if it's a second, third, fourth, fifth whatever it is just to get points on the board and kind of move move forward from it um but yeah you know it's it's just how it is when you're racing on tv and everyone watches you have nowhere to hide when you make a mistake like that so uh, i learned from it and i'm just looking forward to to going again what's the biggest difference driving an indy lights car here versus indy pro usf any big differences that you've noticed i would say the car's completely different as a whole um way faster man like the step I don't know. Some people might not be like saying this, but it's like USF Indy Pro, and the jump from Indy Pro to Indy Lights is so much bigger than yeah. Indy USF to Indy Pro. Like it's it's like so much bigger. Yeah. For me, luckily, it worked out good. Like I hopped in it, and I don't know if it suited me or what, but I just felt comfortable. Like from the first session, um, I don't know how much of that was just being an Andretti car or what, but the car itself is very very different um, and it's just kind of the same as fundamentals everywhere you know you can brake later obviously you're going way faster the brakes are a lot better in this thing they're, they're heavier so they handle a little bit different in the middle like you have to have a little bit of a different style and obviously they got a turbo too but um, at a high high grip track like this um, it's actually very easy to put the power down relative to a place like Laguna Seca very hard to put the power down so um, there's, there's subtle differences, but honestly, I've done like more laps in an Indy Lights car than I have in Indy Pro, really. We've done like, everyone in the field's done like 14 tests, so. Um, so you're, you're definitely ready. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, there's no weird feeling of like, oh, I'm not used to the car, like, I, I'm used to the car, so it feels just normal. It, it would be weird if I drove an Indy Pro car kind of thing, because it's like, I'm so used to the Indy Lights now, right. so. I, to be honest, I don't really feel like, oh, it's different in Indy Pro here, because it's like, I'm so used to this car. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news. 
daily. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the checkered flag. Awesome, man. Well, good luck this weekend. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. Next up is Matty Brabham, current points leader, heading into race number two. When's the last... Have you raced a Barber in Indy Lights previously before this year? I, I did in 2014, so yeah. So it was just a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, just a few years yeah. ago, yeah. How does it compare in the old Indy Lights car versus the current generation? Um, I think the new one's a lot more lively. Okay. Uh, the older car was a bit heavier, um, especially with the changes of elevation here. You kind of just, uh, the car drove you around, and uh, and you were just stuck on the, on the line that the car gave you just because of the weight so i think this car's a lot more lively and dances around and goes over the crests and uh kind of you're going to attack the track a bit more in a new car is it so you were in super trucks in long beach a couple weeks ago now you're back in the indy lights car is it hard switching between such a wild truck like the super trucks and now back in indy lights where you like kind of have to pay attention to who's around you and you can't wheel bang and go <laughs> flying over things yeah it's gonna be a lot harder to pump people out of the way this weekend <laughs> with the wings and the, yeah. and the open wheels but uh no it's a completely different driving style and that's uh, been some of my difficulty jumping back in the open wheel stuff as i've had to adapt so yeah obviously i've been doing the two-seater so that's kind of been helping a little bit but yeah the trucks is is quite different in the driving style so yeah i just uh i just been kind of trying to do practice laps in my head on how i how i need to drive it properly yeah. so this weekend you know beautiful day today tomorrow sunday your like prime race is right when it's about to potentially rain does that throw a wrench into any of your kind of how you're approaching the weekend um it won't throw a wrench in how we approach the weekend because um we're just going to have to to attack it as if it's going to be dry right but uh, we did a test day at the ims in the wet and i was i was the fastest in the wet in the afternoon so i'm like hoping it rains for me yeah (laughs) i think that would be an extra like That'd be a good X factor for me, and uh, if obviously the weekend, if I'm struggling during the weekend, I'll be praying for rain on the weekend. So I don't know. I'm I'm happy for both, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to it. So we'll we'll just carry on the weekend as if it's not going to rain. If it rains, it rains. Awesome, man. Well, good luck. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Pato Award. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm lovely. It's beautiful. It's Friday. It's the yeah. weekend. We're in Barber. Beautiful day here, Barber Motorsports Park. I love this place, man. High what? commitment, fast. Yeah. You, stole the, you stole the question right from me. What is it about this place itself? So yeah, awesome? just high commitment. It's yeah. fast. It's flowy. Um, you can really feel the limits of the race car here. I, I really enjoy that. So you've got some contractual things that are kind of in the past now. How much was that weighing on you earlier this year, and how much better is it now that you kind of don't have to worry about it? I mean, it's still obviously a worry. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in the process, yeah, right? But yeah. there's been some very positive talks 
uh, and you know things are flowing but you know it's obviously something that is just always going to be in your head because it's your future and and uh, you know there's no other way than to than to try and make the best decision for you you know awesome well good luck this weekend man thanks man Dalton Kellis up next how are you feeling about Barber heading into practice this afternoon Looking forward to it. This is one of the definitely one of the most unique, coolest tracks yeah. that we race on this year. I really love the uh, the layout. It's super intense. Uh, so much fun to drive, and you know, definitely makes you earn it when it comes to passing. Uh, probably our you know it's our our highest downforce sort of high commitment track we've been to so far this year with the road course tire. So it'll be inter- interesting to see uh, you know the, the changes from Firestone side kind of coming into this week. I think the compound's a bit harder than last year. Is it difficult going from you know street course oval street course to having your first road course kind of almost at like almost later in the year than it typically is? At least it feels that way. It definitely feels that way. I think with the, the, the longer breaks for the first few yeah. for first few races for sure. Um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be an adjustment, but you know, definitely been preparing and looking at last year's you know onboards and data and all that. So I've got the kind of the rough references sort of already memorized and ready to go. It's just a question of whether when we come back, you know, will the the sort of tire track combination be, be similar because we had you know the, the repave was fresher last year and we had softer tires, so a lot of grip. So it'll be it might be a bit different this year. What can you tell your two teammates who, well, I know Tatiana raced here years ago yeah. in Pro Mazda or whatever it was back then, but uh, you know, what can you tell them in an IndyCar heading into this weekend that could be helpful? I think the, the big difference, you know, probably for a car from the lights car is just the level of commitment you can carry into some of the high-speed corners and, you know, really just having to use the most of the downforce. That's, that, that's like, a big critical thing here for sure. Awesome, man. Well, good luck this weekend. Thank you. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along The Planted Runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 